Hello, everyone. This is Andrew from Auto Off Topic. The coloring contest is back, and now it's been improved thanks to Frank Eck. The contest is simple. Complete one of the pages in any of three mediums. This includes electronic using any of the paint type programs, color pencil, marker, and or crayon, with one entry counted per medium per person. So each individual can have a total of three entries. There will also be two age groups, age 15 and below, and 16 on up. Links to the coloring book pages can be found on our Facebook page or the page for the coloring book contest. Facebook.com forward slash AOTP contest 2017. Electronic entries, including scanned entries, can be sent to us via email, autooftopic at gmail.com. Paper copies can be sent by snail mail to Auto Off Topic Podcast, P.O. Box 35, Georgetown, Mass. 01833. Note, all hard copies received will not be returned. Period. The contest runs through November 30th. The companies and owners groups donating prizes are Mitsubishi Motors North America, Adventure Driven Design, Force Performance, Palladian Trucks, Northeast Mitsubishi 4x4, Mitsubishi Montero Owners Group USA, Florida Mitsubishi 4x4, and Mitsu Nation. All right, on to the show. Have you done podcast stuff before? Excellent. No. So, the uh, yeah, the other part of that banner on the other side is just like a Lancer one, and then they have another one that went with it, and it had a timeline of Mitsubishi history. I remember that being in the dealership, actually. Yeah, I think it's still there, and uh, maybe they threw it out. I don't know. I should go by there and see if it's still there next well, you, time I'm there. You should have one of the guys that works there save it for you. Yeah, if well, it's still there. I know enough people that work there still, so. Yep. Anyway, that is recording. Excellent. Welcome to episode 41 of Auto Off Topic. I'm Brad. And I'm your host, Andrew. And tonight we have another guest this week. We do. Killing it with the guests. Yes. Dan Downey is joining us of Downey Dirty Racing. And uh, Dan's going to tell us about Subaru Climb to the Clouds and co-driving for Vinnie McMahon. Former guest Vinnie McMahon. Yep. With the Eagle Talon. Yes. And then uh, Dan is also drives his own rally car and was just at doing a forest rally. So, so you have a lot of cool stories coming up. Yeah. But I figured we'd start, I guess, sort of the, from the top. And I don't know. Give us the, like, how did you get started in Rally, Dan? Uh, First of all, say hello, Dan. Yeah, yeah hello. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's jumping the gun here a little bit. I'm getting right in waiting there. for the gap. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've been racing for about four years now. I've had, ever since, like, 2014, the beginning of 2014. And... I've always, you know, been into. You guys talk about um, Gran Turismo all the time, and that's how I found Rally. And I went to my first uh, Forest Rally in 2010. And you oh, know, the, cool! The first car that goes by, I'm like, "Yep, I can do that." That's a general thing. Everybody we've brought to Rally <laughs> yeah. the first time, like, yeah. "Holy, what just happened?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I brought my friends the first time this year. They went to watch, and he said the sweep car went by or the course opener. And he's right, like, that's good. Yeah, we can go home now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then were they on Conquer Pond for the beginning? No, they didn't make it Friday. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're if you at Conquer Pond, if it's like your first time ever and you're at Conquer Pond and you actually see a jump, it's like shocking. Like a system shock to see a car leave the ground at yeah. like over 100 and then land and just keep going. Yeah. Like nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Well, I remember that we had a few people that uh, the first time they ever went up was Sturdivant Pond, right? Probably, yeah. And a couple of, the, couple of our regulars now. And when... This is before we really knew how to spectate. Yeah. Like, we weren't really good at it yet. <laughs> so we were just in our regular spectator area. And the spectator area in Sturdivant is a, a really long straightaway at the time. 
And I it's remember... It's really not that good. But it's not that good. It's no. a long straightaway. It's not a great... But again, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. But for a first-timer to come out there and see, especially in this era of rally, where, like, you know, factory-backed Subaru teams and whatnot out there doing... You know, 110 over, over right 100 miles you. an hour past you in the woods in a single lane dirt road is a yeah. It, that's mind-boggling to some people to Keep see that. Banging my bottle of beer against the table. Sorry, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. The uh, yeah, when you see a car for the first time on a, a rally car on a stage in a straightaway, it is pretty shocking to see how fast they go in a straight line. Right, and then you spend the rest of your rally watching career trying to find turns. Yes, because yeah. you know how fast they go. And it's, yeah. <laughs> you want to see them sliding. Well, and like they didn't know anything about it coming in. Like I was trying to explain it, to them, but you can't explain. You it. can't explain. You can, it yeah, you got to go see it. And no, so see it. I only got to go past them once because of stories we'll talk about later about what happened. Um, but yep. I had caught up to somebody, and I was six seconds behind them trying to catch up on the dust. And they're like, I didn't even think that was possible. Yeah. Why were you that close? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I think we saw one of our first couple of times spectating. Years ago, we saw a couple of cars pass on stage. It was in a spectator area, yeah. too. It was like a 90-degree bend, and the two cars came in bumper to bumper. And a guy made like a dive bomb pass around the 90 degree bend in the spectator it was like a, area. A golf on a golf or something. Yeah, and I just like, remember everybody was like, whoa, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, back in you know, 2010, I saw my first sports rally and then I started spectating and uh, volunteering for a couple of years. And yeah. back then, the rules. So, um, I'll get into like why I picked my car and everything. Did you we'll um, get to those questions? Did you? Well, that's <laughs> kind of the same. It's because of rally. Yeah. <laughs> did you rally cross first before you went to your first stage rally to watch? Or? Yeah. So I had my car and I started rally crossing in my everyday Subaru. Okay. Um, uh, like, typical. Yeah. Like most do until I finished up the, the stage car or the rally cars car at the time. Yeah. Uh, Cause I had to put a motor in it and I didn't know anything about working on cars. So it took a while. Okay. I'm not going to But I uh, a lot then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I rally crossed for about two, two and a half years or so in it. And so last year in over the winter, I put a cage in it. So yeah, I rally crossed for a couple of years, you know, gathering parts and, yep. and things and learning about the car and what I need to get and what you need to get onto stage. And then you buy a bunch of safety stuff and you throw it in and you go try a rally sprint or full rally and you're doing it. So what was what was your first event with the car? I did um, a rally cross at uh, Mount Snow. Okay. Uh, and that was in your Subaru. Oh, my in my Subaru I did, uh, uh, what do you call it, Stafford Springs Rally okay. Cross. Okay. Yeah, I was asking when the, first, when the first event was with the BMW, so okay. we kind of get... It was, yeah, it was, in, it was in like May that. of the same year. Of so. last year? Of 2014. Oh, sorry, four, four years ago. 2014, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, but it wasn't caged yet at that point. No, it was stock, stock. Okay. <laughs> so once once you got everything caged, where did you start with that car? Uh, I did two sprints with it yep. after it got caged because um, sprints were it was the second year of sprints. Yeah, they just kind of started. Just kind of started, which was perfect because it was much cheaper, and I figured out all the things that weren't going to survive on stage. Significantly cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, significantly cheaper. And at time and effort and money, it's so a lot it's more, uh, more friendly. It's an E thirty chassis, three series. 1987. 87. Yeah. So what is that, 325? Yeah, 325. So is that the big six-cylinder? That's the biggest one they had at the time, right? No. Oh, 328. So they, well, not in that car, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was the 2.7 liter economy torquey makes no power yeah, motor. The e. Yeah, the E. Yeah. But yeah, there is there was in the 5 Series, in the All 7 right. Series, a 3.5 liter 
straight six at that yeah. time too. And that had a, it's a higher compression than the E, and it just makes more yeah more the two power. And a, the two yeah. and a half does yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know okay. a lot of guys now take the two seven. And it's put in the two, like they, they put the two five head on the two seven. Yeah, it's it's in crossbreeding. That engine is in like ninety percent of so those cars. The E thirty. Did you find it on like Craigslist or? I did find it on Craigslist. Yeah. I found it. I actually two years before I um, I raced it. At, the second year I was spec, uh, volunteering. Yeah, I was looking on Craigslist, and there was one near Forest Rally. Oh, and I went after, after Forest Rally and went <laughs> and looked at it. Yeah. And the guy didn't have the title, so I had to come back. Oh, it's Maine, yeah. <laughs> older cars don't have titles sometimes. Yeah. So he found, like, enough, like, registration and stuff to, cool. for me to go get it. So, yeah. The next week I went and bought it there. He had so two you, of them, actually. So you, you the one sh- was full of water, and I didn't buy that one. Yeah. <laughs> probably, good, probably a good plan. So you showed up on a rally high, and you're like, I need a rally car. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. So what was the process of picking an E30? Were you planning on building a stage car or is it just because you wanted to rear wheel drive or so sort of both i mean i had the mindset to do rallycross and eventually get on stage and i bought the car with the mind that i would use it all the way through that process um and at the time in 2012 when i started looking the rules for rally america which was the only one i really knew at the time yep. was you had to start in two-wheel drive mm-hmm. they, you couldn't do open light then yep. You had to do two and a half liter two wheel drive car, and so I went on and used the internet knowledge. What figure out what, what that cars meant. Yep. <laughs> have that? And yep. uh, I don't know. I, I had front wheel drive cars for everyday cars, and right. I, they they were a large Impala and a SUV. So I thought front wheel drive was lame. Yeah, and, and you were right. And cars yeah. going sideways and throwing lots of dirt was a lot cooler in my head yeah and that was the beginning really of the whole gravel machine gun movement too it was the yes. first time and i and drove the, it to, to forest rally just as a normal car someone put that sticker on there oh really nice. i was like who did that yeah um but yeah so i it was like between at the end like there was volvos and i was like oh they're wicked heavy but obviously cool mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then it was between a 944 and the e30 and i figured porsche was more parts and it had less power than an e30 and they're more expensive and in general. More expensive, yeah. Yep. And less uh, and less common to get other parts off other yeah. cars from. Yeah, so but that makes sense. I, there was plenty of E30s around, so I went and found one. So it's kind of before E30s have gone way up lately. Yeah, they've gone up pretty high. It was lives. before like the M3 explosion. I mean, normally 30s are still pretty low because M3 depending on the M, car. Depending on the car. Yeah, I mean, the car. A lot of them aren't taken care of. So that's why they're low. Yeah. yeah. A nice a nice E30 now is... is a nice E30 is it's definitely worth it with, yeah. the, with uh, the amount of work that it's put I've never into driven one. Oh, really? No. Yeah, I've never, actually, I have driven one. I've never driven a real drive one. I've driven an IX. Oh. So it kind of <laughs> ruined the whole experience for me because... Yeah. That's too bad I couldn't bring the convertible today then. Yeah, it's all right. We have a friend with a convertible you can drive sometime too, yeah. actually. Yeah. Actually, his is an automatic though. It's convertible. Yeah. Ooh, it's kind of no. lame. Yeah. Sorry, Al. Um... <laughs> Slam too. No, that car's gone. He sold that car. Yeah, yeah his, his wife's car. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we do. We do have a friend of the Yeah. So I found that one in Maine. Uh, the guy had let the timing belt to go on it. Uh-huh. So it was the first and last timing belt engine that they ever made from common, BMW. Common Maine melody. Because mm. that happened a lot. And oh, it's it's interference. It's interference, and they set the rate, the uh, interval to about fifty thousand miles, and people That's with it? BM- and people with BMWs don't. Yeah. Care, <laughs> yeah, fifty thousand miles is it, huh? That, yeah, well, it was the oh. first and, and last, as I'll put. So there were chains prior. So and chains it, after this chains car probably after. had hundred and fifty k on it without doing a time belt. 
It had some amount. And I then, don't know. Some astronomical then, number. <laughs> yeah, and then people don't realize that, yes, the time belt is like 50 or 60, but there's also time on that because it is rubber. Yeah, and it, rot, it, it, it will rot away. Yeah, it will rot away. So, so you yeah, word, word to the wise, if you ever buy E30, even if someone has told you, yes, I did the time belt 10,000 yeah, miles ago, anyway. they're it's lying. It's not terribly difficult to do it. So yeah, this no, is a common a night last night. Yeah, this is a common Mitsubishi piece of advice. Every time you buy a Mitsubishi, unless somebody can, like, show you, like, this ridiculous proof that the time belt was just yeah. done. Like a photograph and the cut still on their knuckles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just do the time belt because it's, yeah. it's, like, literally a penny saved by doing it. Versus yep. blowing the engine up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I say that, but I still haven't done the one in the Blue Colt yet. We should probably get on that. Before that has a time belt? Yeah. Oh. It does. It probably takes two seconds. It, it literally will. It's a single overhead cam car, so it won't take any time at all. But that's off, off anyway. topic again, as always. That's what we do. So, E30, you chose a two-wheel drive car because you had to. I did at the time, and funny enough, you know, when I first, when I actually started to get on stage, you could have done an open light car. And being uh, a rally enthusiast and not a very informed one, and a Subaru bro like they all start out as, yeah, I yeah. probably would have picked a Subaru. A Subaru, yeah. But as two wheel drive, and I'm happy on a two wheel drive. I am. We um, have a lot of fun in real wheel drive. I am happier that you drive a real drive car because there are enough of them out there. I like the current resurgent of resurgence yes. of rear-wheel drive vehicles. There's um, a bunch of BMWs at NEFR this there year. There was about 10 rear-wheel drive guys yeah. this time. And I also out think, of 45 cars or so. Yeah. I also think that as a, as a spectator, you know, the non you know, factory back teams are not as fast obviously cuz no. they just don't have so you might as well millions have fun. And millions of dollars. So you, as rear-wheel drive guys, put on a much better show for the spectators than the four-wheel drive guys. We put on a better show for ourselves, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not even talking about that, because yeah. absolutely you're having more fun. Oh, but I, as, yeah. as a spectator, I get way more excited when a rear drive car comes by sideways than when a Subaru comes well, by. Well, I mean, in rally notes, plowing. it says spectators, and I drop a gear and go for it. Yeah, see, yeah you got to go for it. And we appreciate that. <laughs> uh, we did not throw a burger at you, unfortunately. I'm sure you noticed. No, I know. We, we, yeah. we previously I had a, discussed. I had some other stuff on the mind. <laughs> yeah, we, we previously discussed throwing a burger at you, but we did not do it. Yeah, Why, so. Where did that come from? It was a Facebook thing. Jordan said he was going to do something, and then I said, and then he said, we have burgers, and I'm like, throw me one. If you hit the, the air vent on the top, then you win. Yeah, no, you said something <laughs> about coming by, and Jordan's like, hey, if you if, if if you get enough of a lead, just pull over and stop. We'll give you some burgers and oh, some beer. Yeah. I was oh. like, just throw me yeah. one. And you're like, don't worry about it. I won't. I don't, don't think I won't. <laughs> so we we're going to throw it at you. We actually came within minutes of ordering a giant inflatable burger just Ooh. to hang over the course when you went Ooh. by for the picture's sake for that trip. Oh, yeah. But okay. it was only like three days before the event, and we were counting on Amazon Prime to ship it in one day, oh, and yeah. we just kind of like, eh, it's not going to happen. Do you ship to a campground in Maine? Yeah. We're <laughs> like, eh, it's not going to happen, yeah. and then we're going to have this giant inflatable burger yeah. when we get back. It had nothing to do with it. Can you, so. <laughs> can you drone it in to South Arm? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it, it didn't happen. I thought it would be funny, but then we're like, he's not even going to notice it. So it's only going to be good for pictures afterwards. Yeah. But whatever. Maybe maybe next year we'll try again. <laughs> Even though it won't be as funny if you know, but yeah. still. It's like the Colin, the Colin McRae uh, blow, inflatable doll crash. Yes. Which actually, <laughs> as spectators, last year we had an inflatable you've doll. Had for, you've had Judy for a couple of years. Yeah, for a few years. And had, she didn't last or something. Yeah, so. we had Judy and we tie her to the uh, Easy Ups. And she... Waves oh, at all yeah. the spectators she, going by. She's the actual ditch hooker. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, um, any more questions about the BMW, Andrew? Has it been a reliable car? 
It has, and uh, you know, honestly, it's it's really tough, uh, um, and it takes the abuse until I've gotten. I, I've started, you know, as you know, a privateer or amateur, really. You you start off in rallycross, and when I started on stage, I was pretty slow. Yep. But we're kind of getting there now, and <clears throat> I'm finding stuff that is, you know, not up to the task. All right, especially in Maine. Yeah, especially in Maine, yeah. yeah. SCPR, we had zero problems at all. That's we excellent. washed the windows. They got dirty. That's excellent. But, yeah, the roads in, are super smooth there. Yeah, that's awesome there. The um, Did you – so you didn't know anything about cars before you started this? I mean, I, I obviously a car and – <clears throat> a car enthusiast yeah and you know i did but i didn't have any like car friends that we like work on each other cars okay and, you know i i did stupid intakes on my daily driver you know anything my dad would let me do at the time yeah i hear you we, uh-huh. we, we all have that when we're yeah 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 you want to do what not a what no no <laughs> don't do that and i didn't have dumb. very exciting cars you know when i was in like college and stuff and so i was just uh you know uh standby or on the sidelines watching yeah, and then playing video games and watching other people. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, I just, you know, I took home the BMW and I was like, you know, I'm just going to take it apart. And then if it gets put back together, it's put back together. All right. And That's a good method. That's a good is, way to learn. Obviously you, well, I had a broken engine, so I wasn't going to mess anything up. And yeah. Obviously you've <laughs> learned enough. quite a bit because I mean, you've done roadside repairs in the car. You've done roadside repairs in your tow vehicles. Didn't like, the, uh, yeah. didn't the head go bad on it? Uh, what, early this year? Yeah. <laughs> that was really, so that was, it's probably something because of not knowing much. Okay. I've gotten lucky for the past couple of years because when I put the engine that I put in the car originally, um, when I first bought it, I guess some oil pan gasket had slid its way into the little baffle oh, right. in the pan. And for the past couple of years, I've just been very lucky. And then one oil change, they worked themselves right up under the. Oh, under the pickup? Under the pickup. So it just uh, starved the top end of the motor? It uh, starved the whole motor. Oh, jeez. Super seized. Just driving home. Not even racing or anything. Just driving yeah, home. That's not good. Yeah, it was... That's not good. It was annoying. But I've, I've had a couple of cars have epic failures, like, <laughs> idling in the driveway. I'm like, what the hell? Come on. So <laughs> did you... You have, Did you pay someone to do the cage? Or you didn't do, did you do the cage yourself? I didn't do the cage, okay. no. I actually did it with a guy in Western Mass that does, he makes circle track, oh, like, so tube-frame cars. Uh, yeah. It's the same That's, as Vinny? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was the same as Vinny, yeah. yeah. Okay. That seems to be the guy to go to lately, because... Uh, it's cheap. Exactly. We, me and it's Vinny, not pretty, but it works. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. To give him explicit instructions, Vinny said... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man, I called him a week before, like, how's it going? And he's like, oh, what were we doing again? <laughs> I was like, I made the hoop. And I'm like, what? Yeah. But it got done. But so it got done in, like, two days. And I was like, oh, well, good job. All right. So uh, you want to talk NEFR first or go all the way back to Climb to the Clouds? Well, no, I had, a, I had a, one more. So I had another question. So once the cage is done, yep. then you take the car to a rally, and that's where it gets teched and long booked? It can be. Can be. So there was two guys actually that showed up in NFR and they were coming and they had sent pictures to Don and they actually needed uh, some welding on yeah. some of the bars that yeah. w- they weren't welded all the way and um, you know build the oil with his giant gigantic truck always brings his well stuff welding stuff yeah and he finished them up for him and he got log- they got logbook there but um, there's you know there's NASA and Rally America and now ARA now ARA and they have their own. Um, you know, tech inspectors that are around, you know, Don and uh, Walter Clark used to be around okay. right over in Dover. And I went to to uh, Walter over there. I just oh. drove it over there and he All right. teched it there. 
So what's your future in the sport? What do you think you're going to be doing with it? Do you think you're just going to continue to do some local stuff? You're going to try to do some further away rallies? You're going to try to build a faster car? Or just keep doing with what you're doing? Like what's, 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 your, what's your goal, end goal here? Trying to build a faster driver? That's the most <laughs> that's important a, yeah, goal. That's a good yeah. goal. I mean, that's... I mean, you know, like we just said before, I drive a pretty stock E30, and yep. I do what I can with the money I'm willing to spend. Right. And, you know, just working as normal job. You know, we don't yep. make... The same as Vinny, we just have cars that right. are legal to do these things. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to drive and do you know a few big events a year and still do rally crosses and stuff because it's just fun. And um, I actually, uh, Emmanuel Suchet, yep, yep, has invited me to co-drive for him at Defi. Oh, that's excellent. Oh, excellent. That's in November, isn't it? Or is that no? I'm thinking of no, September. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Emmanuel is a very convincing man. He is. Um, a lot of uh, big events I've done is because of him. Every time I've talked to him, I've gone home and, like, crunched numbers of how to build a hill climb car <laughs> because he really wants to try to push people to go hill climbing. And I he, think the way he talks is just so easy. Yeah, but him him and Margaret, like, got on me and Jordan after uh, Mount Snow this year. Uh, and they're showing us videos, and they're handing us, like, all these schedules. And they're like, well, that's when they made him the rally, and... like, uh, liaison to yeah. the spectators, because you can talk it up. Yeah, no, he definitely does. And, and he, he sounds like Sebastian Loeb when he's yeah. talking to you. Like, you're like, <laughs> yeah, he's really... He's, he's really, originally from France. So yes. That's why, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's really pushed... Uh, He's really pushed me to even think more about and it. Then go, and then you go out to his house, and he's I haven't got beautiful yet, view so. and rally cars <laughs> everywhere, and you know, yeah, I'm, climb sh- cars I'm sure that like, would be uh, the, the nail in the coffin to get me to build one <laughs> of my like, current right, cars and build a build all this. But so, are there any bucket list events that you do try? You are going to try to do? I mean, I mean, last year, before last year, Forest Rally was the bucket list event. Okay, that was. I didn't. I thought it would be amazing to finish it and we did it last year and you did and so you now i'm like all right well i guess well, i'll just keep doing this oh we should talk about that real quick but so last year on my your fam- way my famous story yeah your famous story on the way to the new england forest rally honestly yeah because this happened it made everybody know who you were you know a lot it of does. people knew you anyway it, it's, but it really made you kind of infamous that whole weekend and people go had, around and i'm like you hear oh that's the guy where his thing burned out yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so what happened now? You can tell the story real quick. We won't. We won't. So I had an old. Um, so uh, Dodge is now my trigger word. By the way, <laughs> um, that's okay. I drive nothing but Dodges. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're Mitsubishi Dodges, but <laughs> so it's fine. But it's... for Brad, it's Mopar or no car. Yeah. Well, my pickup truck is a Chevy, though. So <laughs> yeah. So I had um, I resurrected a two thousand uh, hundred fifty thousand mile Dodge fifteen hundred from New Hampshire that was used as a work truck by replacing the brake lines okay and i probably shouldn't have because this truck pulling in july through new hampshire up a large mountain Mm -hmm. uh with a very heavy trailer i mean it's rated for it but it's an old truck yep and up through franconia notch in um in new hampshire a very steep long uphill incline with my car and all my stuff in like 95 degrees that day it was really hot um <clears throat> something let go in it either like burned through a fuel line with the heat or something um the transmission boiled over we don't know because it was just on fire all of a sudden yeah <laughs> there wasn't enough left to investigate afterwards <laughs> yeah. no i mean i don't know if you've seen the pictures around oh, it's yeah. on Jalopnik and everything yeah. if you look it up um from last year it's it was probably about 10 minutes from perfectly fine truck to just total Total rusty shell. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's amazing how fast cars will go up if well, yeah, they go when, up. When they do go up, it's quick. Well, it, yeah. it was, I had just filled it with gas, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was 26. No, you're lucky. So was it just you in the truck? It was me and my girlfriend. All right. And I, it popped, and Kevin came up, and he was in my WRX because yeah. we were going to recce in it. And he came up, and he's like, fire, like screaming at me. And so I slowed it down. I turned it off because I didn't want the fuel pump. And right. That made it really slow to slow down. Yeah. yeah. Big trailer. And by the time I got out of the truck, there's flames shooting like 10 feet between the bed and the cab. Yeah. And it's like that slow motion in your head like, oh, this is it. This is gone. <laughs> so how did you have the wherewithal to unhook the trailer and get it pulled out of the So way? we never unhooked the trailer because, you know, we hit it with some fire extinguishers and then that wasn't going to happen. So I went back to the car. Cause that was the first thing we thought of. Like, we got to get the car. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we can get that off. So we just pulled the the straps off it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, pretty much reverse jumped it off the trailer. And then by the time I got out of that and it was far enough away, got back to the truck. I pulled the toolbox off the truck. Yeah. Put it on the ground next to the trailer. And I turned around and everything was on fire. Yeah. So that was, that was that, all we grabbed. And that part of the highway is, like, between big cities. Like, you're kind of in the middle of nowhere, so it probably took a long time for fire trucks to get there. I sat around for a while just watching it. Yeah. All the stuff in it, like the tires exploding and everything. Yeah. Wondering what you were going to do next. Now, did somebody say it? No, it was pretty. It was, so it's, it's something like that. I don't know. You, I don't, I, for me, at least. I'm just sitting there like, whatever. And we got in the car because we, you know, we had the car. It's road legal rally stuff. We I had my suit, my fire suit, and my Hans. My helmet was in the car that burned. Thankfully, Team O'Neill lent, lent me one. Yeah. But we just got in the car and we started driving. Like, what are we going to do? Let's <laughs> yeah. just go there. The, the famous rally phrase, press on regardless. Yeah. I mean, we're most of the way there, so let's just go there yeah, at least. Keep going. And somebody said, were the dashboard supports magnesium in those trucks or something? I don't know. I thought, that, I, somebody said that somewhere, and I was like, that seems really odd that it would be magnesium in a, in a like base truck like that, in but a modern vehicle, but it would go up really fast if it was magnesium. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of plastic and wire and fuel it and is. oil and <laughs> transmission fluid and carpet. And there's a lot of flammable things yeah. in a vehicle. Yeah. But like I said, that, that, that story kind of made everybody realize who you were at least that year. Well, at least and for it made the rounds all at over the internet. At least for me, um, you know, yeah, I mean that made the rounds that year, but at least for me, it wasn't over yet because yeah. the first day I put it into a ditch, um, you know, first real stage rally, I was a little, yep not used to the speed and I put into a ditch and the car was fine, but I had somehow broken the tabs that hold the transmission up. Mm -hmm. And so the transmission fell down and the drive shaft was like eating stuff under the car. And so I had to do a transmission swap overnight right? from Friday to to Saturday. Mm -hmm. And the car was, we were like parks expose was happening. I was hammering the drive shaft into the transmission to like make it to parks expose. (laughs) It was like that close. And, like, things were, like, chicken wired, wired together, and we're like, okay, we have to do a whole day now of rallying. Yeah. And that was just an adventure in itself to get there and finish. And then, you know, me and my Kevin, Kevin the code, my code over, we're just... Mentally Ooh. exhausted. Yeah. It was, yeah, I'll <laughs> never do a crazier couple of days, I bet, yeah. in my whole life. So. I think that's part of it for some people, is just the adventure of it. Yeah. Was Even if you maybe don't 
podium or something. It's just the adventure of doing a rally. Yeah. It's but just unlike any other form of motorsport. Like I said, you became pretty well known about that, and you were kind of like the feel-good story of the event because you still finished. Or You know what I mean? Or, no, yeah. I mean, you can. I saw the video later of North Road, the last stage, and like I could hear it in the car. I went by at North Stage, and all the volunteers were there and all the spectators that knew. Yeah. And they were yelling. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. We're it, doing it. It, it kind of cemented your future, yeah, though. It was as, pretty cool. You know, I mean, everybody knows Dan Downey now. Like. You're just the hard luck guy who had a crappy event that one time, and it was your first real event. And yeah. now it's like, yeah, everybody knows Dan. So yeah. well, everybody cheers you on. You have a fan base now. Yeah. So thanks to your well, truck burning down, you well, have fans. I have a recognizable car, too. It helps. Yes, you do. You have a really cool livery on the car. Yeah. What what uh, Where did delivery come from? So, is, yeah. Is it the related most, to the Bastos? The most, yeah, the Bastos. The original the Manx, the Manx Rally yeah. in 88. I'm pretty sure. Which, if you haven't seen the video of the E30 M3, it's the most, definitely rally. the most famous E30 M3 rate, uh, rally video. Yeah, it's of ridiculous. Patrick Snyers yeah. Yeah. attacking the Manx really Island. Crap out of that guy! <laughs> it's awesome video. So I mean, it was we, should, we should put a link up on the page. Yeah, and watch that is a great video. I haven't watched it in a while. I should rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, someone links it to me like every other month, <laughs> so yeah. I've seen it. But um, it was in a really easy livery to copy. Like, yep. I did, I'm not like a graphic designer and I didn't want to like pay for a wrapper or something. Your car was like, already red. My so. car was red, and I was oh, like, I could not look like a race car if I'm going to do real stage stuff. It can't yeah. just be red. Yep. So I had some white paint and some tape, and we made it in a day. And it worked out. No <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a very recognizable car because it has that like... No, I don't want to say iconic because it's not an iconic livery. It's only that one car, really. But everybody knows that car from that video, especially on YouTube. Yeah, so yeah, it's very cool to see. In the it internet there. age, everybody yes. knows that car now. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody knew about it from like '88 to 2012, but then yeah. it got famous yeah. again. So like people yeah. on the Isle of Man knew about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because I was watching old WRC stuff, and I guess yeah. he was on the Toyota team for a while with the Celica, and he had the okay. same livery. Same livery in the Celica. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Like uh, four wheel drive Celica or previous? No, the four wheel drive. Yeah, the full WRC cool. at the time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, the early WRC Celicas though weren't four wheel drive. Well, they were WRC. They would have been just Wait, before. Just oh, before yeah. Group B. What Celica? The, oh, the Group oh, A ones. Oh. The Group yeah, A yeah, ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Group B, they went to the no crazy. They're talking about the four wheel drive notchback. They're way over there in the shelf. The ST one eighty fives. The ST one eighty fives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those are cool Celicas. Yeah, yeah. Bastos livery as well. But that's cool because your livery, and it's funny, being a fan of local rally here in the States, there aren't many liveries that are recognizable because people just buy a streetcar and put numbers on it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, if you're in Massachusetts, it. I drive around all the time. In the car? In the car. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You guys, you don't live near enough to us to have seen it, but I'm sure if yeah. we're out there, we I don't would. usually come this way to go north. So Yeah. Well, it's like the 964 with uh, the Martini, Martini livery. Yeah. Yep, everybody knows that car. There's a few cars that everybody knows, and yours is one of them, so. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a cool story. So were there any hard luck stories this year trying to get to the event, or was it good this year? No, it was... Um, the, well, there's this is a leading question, because I already know the answer. There's already <laughs> something with Forest Rally, it seems, I guess. Um, like I was saying earlier, STPR was really nice and easy. Uh, but yeah, on the way to Forest Rally this year, I made a pit stop in uh, in Peabody here without planning it. Yep. Uh, just popped a brake line on the, my van I have now. I have an Astro van. Uh, to tow around, which does does really well. Yeah, they um, actually are pretty pretty decent. The gearing in them is set up well for towing. Yeah, so you can sleep in the back of it too. Yeah, it's that's what I was told. Get a van because a mobile shed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just popped a brake line and we had to change it again in 95 degree heat on the side, on of, the the highway, side of the highway in Peabody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kevin's he has a he has a truck 
uh, in his he left AC running because we jump in it like every couple cool minutes. off just so yeah. you can die on the it side of the road on the side of the road yeah. Yeah. the truck did or the AC did the AC compressor oh Jesus oh, <laughs> yeah that's no good yeah. I think I was already up yeah at that point I was already up in Maine this year oh. yeah I wasn't but I was nowhere near PBD no. unfortunately no. no it was fine so. we changed it over yeah, it's funny because when you posted the picture you must have been back on the road again the first picture, we were still working on it. Well, maybe the second picture, because the picture posted from Georgetown, and I was sitting in my house, and I was like, oh, crap, they need help in Georgetown. I'm living in Georgetown. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go on the highway and give them a hand, bring them tools, but you're already gone by that point. So yeah, we left. I did not do it. Yeah, because on Facebook, it shows, like, where the picture was. He must have been on the highway on the way up yeah. when he posted the picture. Yeah, we left for, we were driving for, like, half an hour before yeah. I posted the other one. Uh, so that would be, that would be it. That's why I said Georgetown is where I live. So, but anyway, so yeah, hard luck stories every year with the transportation up there. But next year, we'll have it knocked. So you so, did, yeah. so that was your first stage rally. Last year. Yeah. Last year. Then you've done a couple sprints at Team O'Neill. I did Black River last year, oh, too. Okay, so you did Black River. All and right. STPR in early June. Yep, of this year. Of this year. Black River Stages is cool. That is up in, that's a NASA event. That's yep. way up in northern New York. It's like eight hours from here, roughly. It was only like five. Oh, I think, well, you're, yeah, see, I thought it was like eight hours, maybe six. Maybe you got lost on the way. Yeah. I don't know. It took me a while to get back <laughs> one time. Yeah, it was only like five or six. All I remember is I went there in 2012. It was like, it starts like Saturday afternoon. Or, it's one day. Yeah. It, but uh, I like went up on an, like early in the morning. I was there for like the start and then they run it on like Sunday too. 2012, they ran two days. Yeah, they might change it depending on what roads they have. But yeah. it, was, it was compacted into one day. Yeah, because NASA was trying to do this thing where they did the stage rally on Saturday, Sunday to give people less time off from work on right. like Thursday, Friday. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, but also, like, it's nice on a Friday-Saturday schedule to have all of Sunday to make it back. To, to recoup. Yeah, exactly. Especially, yeah. It was especially nice last year because I had to go and get the trailer and, and buy a truck. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I had to, like, I remember coming back, driving. I left in, like, Sunday afternoon. I don't think I got back here until, like, midnight. Yeah. And it was just like, ugh. Yeah. And they I, had night stages there, too, which was yeah. kind of, like, part of the reason I did it. Because Does NASA still have motorcycles? Too? They do They do at some events. Some they events they do rally right? motor. At that one, they did, too. I've heard Sandblast is pretty cool. I heard people people too, yeah. keep telling me to go down to Sandblast, which is, like, North Carolina? Yeah. yeah. That's not too far. We can yeah. do that a day drive. It's all sandy roads. I guess that they just keep, like, like... Arizona was. Yeah, but even, like, but softer like, sand. Like, like almost really like, soft. Like, like beach, almost like beach, beach sand, yeah. That's cool. And they'll yeah, just keep, they just keep grading them, I'm told. And like the sand banks, like instead of snow banks, there's just sand banks keep getting taller and taller. And you just so kind of, it looks like the car. Yeah. yeah you just kind of bounce <laughs> off yeah. them. That's so. cool. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take a ride down there with the, yeah, that seems like a good one. That with you. Uh, ESPR, are they doing that this year? Is it dirt? Uh, it's dirt for the first U Bill future. Yeah. 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 Cause and they can't do the tarmac anymore. Very rough. It's as rough as NEFR, I'd say. The whole time, though. Yeah. NEFR is rough in spots. There's spots that if you don't respect it, you will break the car. Yeah. But all the rest of it is pretty fast and pretty nice. ESPR is rough the entire time. Some of those stages it's are... Like rock crawling in a rally car. They're yeah. reclaimed <laughs> ATV trails. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's really rough. Yes. Well, some <laughs> of the that's, stuff... That's what we do when we go four-wheeling. Yeah. Like, that's not what's yeah. up that I want to do in a yeah. rally car. Some of that stuff at NAFR that was the northern stages, up like five, six, seven, up around the lake, Aziz Cahoos. 
That stuff was real yeah, rough yeah, up there. It, was, it wasn't as bad last year for sure. Yeah, no, this a year lot was more rough. loose rocks this well, year. Well, we know the last spot that we spectated was on the B seventeen route. Yeah, and we took like an end about back way in there. We ended up at the second chicane. The second chicane, yeah. You came through with a back wheel shake in the, in the breeze. No, that no, wasn't him. That was, wasn't him. It was a different E30. Okay. He didn't. You were broken by make, that I point. Didn't make that oh, he, oh, that's right, too. I always saw you go by that one. That was literally the last. It was B17, and then it would have been North Road. It was the last, second to last stage. Yeah, okay. So you weren't there for that yeah. one. Yeah. So the other E30 was well, at the wheels shaking in the breeze as he went by. Yeah, the white one. Yeah. The rear wheel was like kind of bouncing up whatever it felt like doing. Oh, it's, the shock was gone. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was bouncing but around like crazy. Where the cars were cornering, it had basically turned into a giant berm. With oh, it was bad the first time. Yeah, through, yeah. and the yeah, but it wasn't a berm like a dirt berm. It was a berm like a boulder berm. Yeah, like it was pretty freaking bad. They're, I guess to describe them, they're like softball size to like football size. Yeah, boulders, just granite rocks, just yeah. car destroying, ball joint destroying, oil pan wrecking. We thank the Subaru guys of America for that. Yeah. Yeah, they dig it up. Pretty yeah, good. the big that's the that's the thing you you push out the fast four wheel drive cars at the front of the field and they road sweep, but they more like road dig. Yeah, like they really dig it up. Yeah, like it, it would almost be. I'd like to see, I'd like to see them run reverse order a couple times. They probably it would be hard. They probably it would be won't super do hard that because the cars are so the, exactly the big dollar cars are so much faster. A pipe dream. It would be yeah. cool to see a reverse order, but. It was cool that like yeah. they climbed the clouds. They could do that because yeah. I'm, I'm not sure why they did it. Really, I think I some think, cars take a long time. I but think they did it at climb to the clouds. I think they did it for spectators. For spectators, because when you do something like we have all the spectators at the bottom of the hill, it's like the build up. Yeah, if, if they see the fastest cars go first, they're leave. not going to stick around yeah, for those pre-war cars or the right. '60s cars or all and like stuff. all the privateer people. Like just hang out and see those people. Like support I mean, them. Because like. I mean, I loved seeing like I don't know, it was an Allard or whatever the hell it was going up the hill first at like '40s or '30s car go up the hill. It was, it was really like, cool to see yeah, it. Yeah, they're but, really cool. And like three years ago, they had like three times as many of those. Yeah, but yeah. it gets old. They're slow. They're That's really what old. I mean. It takes as, so long. As a spectator who's not like a dedicated car guy. Yeah. They'd probably be like... This car won in 1946. Yeah. Like, oh, they'd probably cool. be like, oh, yeah. this, is 20 minutes. Of, this yeah. is kind of boring. Like, I don't want to sit through this. And they would yeah. try to leave. And, they and those walk guys, are, those road, guys aren't racing and... either. They're doing bracket times. Oh, are they bracket times? Oh, yeah. Because oh, they're not caged. That That's explains right. lack of the cage. super not legal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that definitely explains because that sunbeam... Um, had, had no cage. Had no cage? Had no cage at all. Zero cage. It went by and I was like, what? Yeah. And that... Well, I don't know if you saw it, the, the orange, like, F1 car looking, like, 60s, 50s F1 car yeah, looking yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, that has it had, nothing. It had one, like, head bar. Or around, loop. One loop. One yeah. loop around his head. Yeah. So they ran, like, regular hill climb rules, like a breakout time. Yeah, like, breakout time, yeah. That's oh, cool. Time. Oh, neat. Okay. That, that, so they're a little slower than they could be, I guess. Right. Yeah. But, All that Sunbeam Rapier was, like, my yeah. favorite car. Before we get too far into the hill climb, what happened at NAFR this year that you... So this year, I mean, I was talking yeah. about it before, yeah. where, like, I'm getting faster, and yeah. a car that's meant for perfectly smooth German roads yes. is really not up to it without some modifications. And mm-hmm. so the first stages we on the car had, like, a little play in the rear end, and I thought it was just bolts that kept coming loose. Yep. So we kept tightening them down as hard as we could, but it had a little movement on and off throttle. Yeah. And I, I couldn't quite figure out what it was, but it was fine, and... On it. And the first stages, I had to change the, the master cylinder, and I didn't quite get a good bleed on them yet. Mm-hmm. So we were just going to fix that at service. So 
Went to the first stage in Conger Pond, and we were going for it perfectly fine. Second stage, though, was a little harder to drive the car. Yeah. It got harder as it went on. Yeah. We weren't quite sure. I'm like, ah, bolts must be loose again. <clears throat> but, um, you know, we get to service, and I take the wheel off to go look, and the subframe is tearing in half. Is the trailing arm is tearing the top of the subframe where it's mounted off. And these and are just like pressed or stamped. The stamps subframe, and I had reinforced the trailing arms because they yeah. like to bend um, on big jumps and things. Um, so those are good now, but now they're tearing something else. Yeah, because there's no that, give in those. And yeah, it's going to move to the next thing. Right. And so, um, you know, again, somebody had a welder there. We pushed it down. We tack welded it a bit because we had to go back out only a half hour service. And we went out for the next loop on. Um, Icicle Brook mm-hmm. and everything. Um, one yeah. of those stages was canceled. Yeah, the, uh, the second one got scrapped. That's a whole another story. Yeah. Can, <laughs> Robbie Durant. Yeah. Um, you can find that one online. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a story in Jalopnik about that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Spined. Yeah. 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 That's not good. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not upset at him for calling the ambulance. You know, yeah. It was and, probably the right move. You know, we were there. We listened, listened to the people there, um, like the the workers and, like, he, they were making this, you know, they were, they wanted an ambulance, and then they disappeared, and they weren't running the stage yeah. until they found out what was going on. The, yeah, they put a hold on it. It wasn't a Red Cross. Yeah, and, there's, and there was a whole... The problem is the that stage is almost, well... They, it's 16 miles. It's 16 miles, but the, the ambulance can cut the loop, but it still takes a long time for an ambulance. It's 10 miles, it's to, 10 miles to get down a rough... Not a rally car. Yeah, it has yeah. to get down a rough road. So. Um and I, the guy that was in the middle of a repeater, I think it was like his first time. As yeah. A well, that's the thing we talked camp. about on the last episode, I think, yeah. with Jordan, didn't we? We yes. talked about how the And then eventually, when we amateurs. figured what everything was going on, we realized that we didn't have the road for long enough to start the rest of the cars. Yeah. So, so. they just called it. They, yeah. It was the right move in the end. Yeah. But So, I mean, overnight, we welded it a lot yeah. to try to keep it on there. And then we went on the next day, and first stage got canceled, too, uh, for another crash. Uh, and that was fine. That was definitely a, a Red Cross worthy. And then um, the second stage, though, I had this issue at sprints. And this is why sprints was like a good thing to, you know, like test the car and figure out what comes apart like easily yeah. before you go and do a forest rally or something. And I had this problem um, with the zip tie on a fuel pump relay. They kind of yeah. hang out in the breeze. And you got to zip tie them on uh, so they don't fly out. And then the car dies. Yeah. Uh, and that happened, um, happened twice on stage because the first time I just pushed it back in, hoping it would stay. Uh-huh. And then the second time I had to zip tie it in. So we fell down the order a bit, mm-hmm. um, into the slower cars. Uh, and then the second stage of the day, um, the metal <clears throat> around where I have the, so the E30 is a, like a Corvette open hood. Yeah. It's a forward opening that. hood. Yeah. Yeah. It opens towards the front of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I had removed the latch for it because it's kind of just in the way and it's easier just to take the hood and put it on the ground so you can get to everything at service. Yeah, and then if you're driving forward, it's not going to blow open because it opens to the front. If you had the latch on it, you would think. Yeah. If, if you had the hinge, air, air, the hinge, I should say. Air does funny things sometimes, oh, too. Oh, there's yeah. no hinge. I okay. took the hinge out because oh. it's in the. if you open it forward, you can't get to the front of the engine. So I figured it's just oh. easier just to put it on the ground and you can get to everything. Uh, and you put in some um, hood pins on the front. Right, gotcha. So the latches in the back are still there. Oh. The hood pins failed somewhere oh. in P17, and eventually the hood flew off. 
And did it hit the windshield or just No, well that's the lucky thing about it. Flew it completely up it and just over? flies straight up. Whoa. It like bent over to the left, hit my mirror, and was gone. So it didn't smash the windshield or the roof no, or all that. Where it would on, on like a normal opening hood, it would just yeah. immediately smash the windshield. Oh. That's a good thing then. Yeah. I mean it sucks that it flew off, but it's a feature. Yeah, well, I mean it's a feature. Yeah. The hood just really keeps Quick du- release. dust and rocks from hitting all the important like electrical stuff. Yeah, it's and really belt, not... and belts too. It keeps some rocks out yeah, of the belts. So, yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean it's not like super necessary. Yeah, you're not running a full aero car. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and so we did that whole stage like that and then we started all this stuff put me down in the order of people starting and you know they have the start order because faster cars can catch slower cars if they've started in the wrong exactly. order mm-hmm. and so by the time we got to um, Sturvin one for the last stage of the loop we were started behind uh, you know a first timer on real stage rally on um, you know at forest rally so like going to be slower just going to be slower yeah. just, just because it's the first time you know they they haven't done they've done one sprint before <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I was like, ah, it's, it's okay. You know, we might catch them by the end, but that's whatever. That's fine. But no, we cut them about four miles into a 14 mile stage. Yeah. And so we did a lot of, uh, miles in the dust. Um, sometimes just white out. I couldn't see a thing. The dust was crazy. Uh, it was really bad. There would be, the car would go by and dust us out and you couldn't see somebody that was 10 feet from you. For like a uh, you know good ten or twenty seconds, uh, and because I was just kind of following the road yeah. and I could like look around, I saw the spectators and they would record. It was a Volvo. Or they would record the Volvo going by yeah. and then hear my car and their head would swivel back. Yeah, and then the camera would follow right after that because they were confused. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> why is he so close? Why is he so close? This is the other thing too for people who are spectating it. Realize you need to be careful. Because there can always be a second car, even though yeah, even though there's a one minute window, a cars can catch each other, and if they're quieter, you might miss yeah, the second if one. The louder car goes through first. Yeah, you don't hear the second car coming, yeah, and the, you're gonna be rubbed. Yeah, quick. the stealthy car will get you if you're not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the Rav Four. So yeah. somewhere through there in Maine, obviously yeah. there's lots of rocks, yeah. and I can't see them all through the dust. And a big one jumped right in the middle of the road. A rockadillo. Uh, a stuck-in one, not a loose yeah, one. Yeah. And we bounced the car out of the skid plate. And I knew it was hard enough that I probably didn't, you know, I probably didn't miss the oil pan. Ooh. And we finished the stage. I'm sure if I jump out and there's oil all over the ground. The engine was fine. Like, it had a little bit left um, <laughs> just, at the just, end. Just enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was just enough not to blow up. Oh, the mile, we would have had a problem. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Engines will run for a while without oil. Yes. Surprisingly. The problem is... Not indefinitely. Right. But a while. And the, and the problem comes up later on after you've changed oil four or five more times. Yeah. That bearing that was a little dry is like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. 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 That could happen again, but, you know, that's all right. Um, Just put some street miles on yeah, it. Yeah. So we um, we found... Them. I spotted someone's truck that I knew, <laughs> that I knew that would be spectating by the yeah. finish, uh, Jamie mm-hmm. Bellevue. Yep. He was nice enough to flat tow us back to service. Yeah, because he's a, a sometimes competitor, so... Yeah. Yeah. He, has some, he, uh, he would want the same thing for him. Absolutely. Um, and so I got flat towed back to service. I knew I was going to miss the whole next loop, but I figured I had an oil pan. Um, it was at Sunday River, but someone was nice enough to go get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, we you had, had a spare oil pan with you. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We had enough time. An hour and a half away, but. Yeah. I mean, we had enough time, so we got it off while he was going to get it. And I was like, oh, we'll miss the last loop, but I'll go out for North Road. So you can at least finish the event. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even really technically, but they don't score it as such. But in your head. In your head. And yeah. all the people that are like, oh, no, what happened? And you 
you go by for the last stage. Yeah. Plus, you also have that. You've put all this effort into the weekend. You want to get as much seat. I know. I think I. Yeah. I think I only saw you twice. Just the way it works out. That's the problem with. Well, main NEFR is a great event, but the only issue is that like the distances are so huge between stages. Right. Which is a lot of people will base their weekend by Sunday River because their base camp is for the whole rally. But there's no stages near Sunday River. Really, it's <laughs> no. kind of a mistake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so far from all the, the actual action. The, there's such a time crunch, too, that even as media, you can't... You, we need to be at the stage an hour before it closes to get down it. Right. So sometimes you just can't physically make it. Right. So. And, you know, in the end, it was kind of fine I broke the oil pan because during North Road... That weld um, on the trailing arm fully detached. And oh, you okay. guys probably saw the, the picture. I saw the picture yeah. of the wheel in the wrong place. Um, yeah, so it's it was very interesting on a 26-mile transit back. It would be probably about a 30-degree toe change if I wasn't on the gas or on the brake very rapidly. Active, yes. massively active toe. Yeah. On one side of the car. And I was, yeah, I was doing that on stage, too, and I knew it, but I was like, oh, this on, on On the dirt, it probably wouldn't be a huge, as big of a deal. On the pavement, it would probably See, be yeah, really Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. If I was just coasting, it would go yeah. nuts. But if I was on the gas or on the brake. It went into one steady area. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. okay. It yeah. polished a part of the wheel well really well. That's good. Yeah. Did you see that massive rock on 16? On the southbound side, it was like poking out of the edge of the road. Yes, yeah, it's like a no, ramp rock. I feel we like talked about it last year, and yeah. uh, last episode, and I was like, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. every <laughs> side, it was like, like ridiculous. I was like, oh man, if you come around the corner and you're a little close to the outside, well, it kind of reminds me of actually why I was back down the order even further because after the stage where the hood flew off, we were fixing stuff there, and we're on transit to the next one, and we come up near that rock, and there's a Subaru um, rally car. Yeah. Um, some newer guys that you know don't know too much about cars really they just kind of made, yeah. made some cars and went out there and slowly went, learning yeah well they, they learned big i, yeah. I assume this weekend it's the one that um the two matching ones oh yeah those guys yeah the cars that look too low to be on stage all the that like the, the one, later one body door they're the hawkeye, yeah they're hawkeye cars but they were like na swapped that car was way too low to be on stage yeah, and yeah. one had a red door I don't remember seeing the red yeah, door. One had red accents, one had yellow accents. They're yeah. like teeny. Yeah, I remember the yellow accent car was but, like... Um, they're nice yeah. looking cars, but they're, they're just... They're well built. Yeah. But they definitely yeah. paid for them and yeah. then showed yeah, up whatever. with no crew. Yeah. Just the, all their family. Everybody has a different <laughs> path to entry. And if you <laughs> they, have the money to they do learned, it, they learned about the rally really quickly, yeah. 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 But the thing is, they the car died on transit. They don't know why. It was probably just something silly. It didn't yep. look they like broken rip, or anything. They probably ripped something off in the low undercarriage. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. But what happened is they stopped, and they stopped in the middle of the road. Okay. And I pull up, and I'm like, hey, guys, what's going on? And they're like, I don't know. It died. I'm like, well, I'm going to push it out of the road. And they're like, oh, my God, it's in the middle of the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're a little scatterbrained. After yeah. that, they kind of just... Put their stuff down and quit. I can I can see if you go into something like this without being prepared, becoming scatterbrained really quickly. Very Someone quickly. told me one of them showed up without intercoms and asked somebody who had co-driven before, and they were like, "No, I can't co-drive for you if you don't have intercoms." Like, yeah, just, how are we gonna do, do this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Left three. Yeah, Did you hear me? <laughs> I mean that those roads must be so loud in the car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I push them off, and as I'm pushing them off, Travis Pastrana goes by. To the next stage. Yeah. I'm not sure why, because that seems like way out of sync for the rally. Yeah. But 
He comes around, and we get going, and we come up to the corner. He just went around, and he's parked on the side of the road now with steam and smoke coming out of the car. Pastrana was? Pastrana was. Yeah. Okay. And so we pull over, like, uh-oh, is he on fire? Um, I Be- being experienced. Yeah, I'm very experienced yeah. in this. <laughs> um, and I jump out, and I hand, um, oh, I forget his fill-in co-driver's name now. Greg, uh, Greg O'Dorman? Dorman. Dorman. Just yeah, Dorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorman. yeah. Um, and I hand him a fire extinguisher. I'm like, is it on fire? He's like, I'm not sure. And they're like under it. They spray a little on it and they, they f- figure it's just the power steering leaking onto the exhaust a little. Yeah. A little heavy smoke. A little, yeah, just a little smoky. So we're like, okay, well, let's go, I guess. Well, you've not ruined my story because I let Travis was trying to pull up into traffic on Saturday. Oh. And I was like, oh, Travis, I'll let him pull out. And I was like, we're like best friends now. I call him Travi, but yeah. you actually tried to put his fire out in his car. So yeah. you have just. He could have lost. Hey, AC, burned it down. ACP gave you the <laughs> thumbs up in the Colt, right? I did get the thumbs up from ACP in the Colt because ACP's a Colt guy. And I was up there with my 78. Uh, Dodge Colt, yeah. Mitsubishi Lancer. Yeah, yeah. And I came around. Everybody was staged up for. Um, I think it was. I think they were heading. You're heading into the northern stages around the Aziscahoos. Yeah, I think they were actually staged up for. Office sixteen. I, I knew what one it was at the time, and you know he was talking to somebody. And I was like, he was shaking. He's like thumbs up, and <laughs> like, all right, like all right, all right. I'm here to watch you, but that's cool. We'll take the thumbs up. <laughs> so yeah, so that was like that put us out of order on transit and stuff, and so. But so it was you, it was kind of it was you, like yeah. what is happening? Strange. What was he, so what was he doing so far back in the order? Did it just they keep pulling over because it was smoking? I don't think they were pulled over before that. I mean, they pulled off a different way um, than us. I think they were just so far ahead in the order that they were on a different road. They were just like yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, transiting. <laughs> I don't know. They were two stages ahead they can of you do guys. It. Yeah. It's like they can a, go where they feel like. It's <laughs> like when you do a TSD and like there's a little note like may see oncoming rally traffic. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, and you don't or they don't have that note. Or they don't have that note. And you're like, are you going the wrong way? Am I yeah. going there? Yeah, you're totally confused. Well, it's funny because I had seen a couple of cars. You know, when I was transiting myself from stage to stage, or when I was just getting there Saturday morning, so I, I couldn't make Friday this year, unfortunately. Um, so I bolted up Saturday morning. You didn't see my jump? I did not see your no, jump. Sorry. I, actually, I, I take that back because I was sitting in my office and ARA has a pretty good social media team right now. They do. Um, and they were doing live streams. Um, yeah. Of, I didn't make that live stream. Okay. So I didn't see your jump. Then. Yeah. No, they had I to, saw a bunch of jumps. They had, people to, posted they had to move so they get to South Arm. So. I, I saw it somewhere, whether it was a live stream or actually. I did see yeah, the people, it. Yeah, like, people, a, people. A lot of people that are there just post to their own little. It's funny watching spectators. The... Everybody's holding a camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like nobody's watching the rally through their own eyes. They're all watching know. it through their view screen. I don't even take pictures anymore because, you know, that's Andrew's thing. And I know he's gonna have plenty of shots, so I'm just like I'm gonna enjoy the rally and sit back yeah, and watch. Ninety percent times you're not you're not gonna watch it later. Yeah, and no one else is. Yeah, no. exactly. Like the so. send it selfie guy. Yeah, that guy was so, wacky. So, so strange. I, I was standing on Conquer Point. I heard him. I was across the road from him. He's send it selfie. He kept saying it over and over again. I was like, what is going on? That has something to do with that guy in Canada. I think that rides the. Um, Old Yamaha ski mobiles. You seen that guy, Larry Exeter? I think yeah, send it was a, Larry Exciter. He said send it all the time. I think send it was a thing oh, before yeah. that, and that guy like really he made ran it with it. Oh yeah, he yeah. made it real popular. <laughs> no, we all say it all the time. Yeah, it just became a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'll go away eventually. You know, those here, but he said yeah. YOLO. You know, so next year it won't be sent it anymore. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was it was a good, it was a good day, good event. I'm glad to, to hear the perspective from the competitors' side. It's kind of cool to. Yeah. See it because we have talked about becoming competitors and building cars, but we're a we've bunch never of, gotten that far. We're a bunch we of wusses and haven't done it yet. So I mean, it's it's tool. I mean, like I was saying, my car's pretty stock. It's the same engine that it would have came with, same transmission, a limited slip, 
410 that was available to the car. Yeah. The four four wheel drive uh, version springs. So it's higher. Diag springs. Yep, and they're a little stiffer. And off the shelf shocks. Bilstein HDs. So our problem is we keep looking for a specific cars and then we never find them. We want to. We want. We, we don't want to build a car. We want to start with a you know built car. Yeah. Because that's what people have told us, and we're kind of stuck with it. Yeah, I mean, and you guys have many cars. I had one car that I yeah. worked on all the time. Yeah. Uh, the, the the cost of a car that's built is definitely worth it if you don't have the time yourself. Exactly. Like some people, like me me and like Vinny say, we built our cars right. from cars we had because we had the time to. And, we and you had them. Do, and we had them. Yeah. And the amount of time... The hours is, I couldn't even tell you. I actually should have invited Vinny over tonight, too, because he goes around the corner. <laughs> well, I was sad because I, I, was, I have Vinny's Climb the Cloud shirt, and I was going to bring it and drop it at his house. Yeah. But I forgot it. Oh, you forgot oh, it. Yeah. Is it in the car or not? No, it's oh, at okay. my house. I was going to say, I can bring it over yeah, to him. Yeah, we can bring it over to him. He literally, yeah. he literally lives around the corner yeah. from here. Well, so. he's in West Peabody. Yeah, whatever. You're, 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 you're in almost West Peabody. We're in regular so. Peabody. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we've always wanted, because we're big into the whole vintage thing. Yeah, and we've been looking for like a old cult rally car with history for a while. Yeah, I don't even think there's, many exist. There's, there's <laughs> there a few. Are, there are I know of a few. Right. Yeah, and they come up for sale always at the most inopportune times. Right. And they're only like five grand, maybe. Yeah, they're pretty cheap. Yeah. So that we want to buy it, but it's just exactly like they, one came up last year and I was getting married, and yeah. one came up the year before that and I was like on a trip somewhere and I was like, God damn it! That never it always comes at the wrong time. And they'd probably yeah. be like need some updating, but you could at least run sprints with them for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then we had that one local car that is still available, actually. That the guy is still trying to make me buy, but it's too far gone, so we haven't bought it yet. Oh, uh, so okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like I was saying before, thinking about I it prob- the part of the couple of the awesome. Being rally. 20 year old i probably would have built a subaru given the chance correct and i tell people all the time i didn't know anything or care about bmws before i bought mine before you, you just yeah. bought it because you wanted to drive people try to give car. them to me yeah which we'll is take them yes mm. absolutely take them yeah i mean now you know that's like, how i went up with four somebody's quotes. got a question they're like hey you know about these right yeah like, yeah exactly you become you become the expert yeah by uh by not I, by choice but by yeah, I, you learn a lot about by just buying a car that you have know nothing about. And well, now well, I I do like them now. And, the, and all like all older ones, all old BMWs, yeah, older E30 and down. We were t- talking 2005 and back. 2005. For, that's even that's even pretty new for most cars, even. Yeah, but yeah. like that's kind of where we are in yeah. life. We like, you know, because I had an 03 Evo and he had an Evo X, and that's like kind of the end of our like stuff. that's out now. It's whatever. Yeah, I don't get excited about it. It's either Except way for, too fast or well, way the too problem, shitty. The Except problem for like is a too. This, yeah. yeah, but even that, like a lot of cars are way too complicated just to buy and, and race. Like it'll be hard in like ten years to just like buy some ten year old car yeah. and be like, oh, I'm just gonna go race this. Yeah. Whereas like a Mark II Volkswagen is literally, you know, it's got six wires and yeah, you're good the to go. world's simplest car. Even <laughs> I mean, surprisingly, they people have done really well with the new Fiestas, just the non turbo ones. They have, but they're also still new cars. When yes. those parts start getting old, it's going to be harder to keep those cars. Well, going. also, the any car you race, like, yeah. the support is there for Fiestas. Yeah. If you went out and bought, like, a Hyundai Veloster and, like, I'm going to rally this. Yeah, that's good, nothing. Good luck. That's really why people are like, why is it always Subarus? It's like, well, in the United States. It's easy. It's easy because yeah. there's so much support for them. Yeah, and you can, like, the same thing. You can do a 2-2 1995 Subaru and gets a suspension for rally suspension for it. Yeah, for you like can't $1, do that. Hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For and a basic setup. You can't do that with a lot of cars. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's whatever's easy to get to. Yeah. Um, so you have the E30. Yep. You run a few rallies. You've actually had a pretty busy schedule the past couple of years, considering you're a, you know, a newer competitor, and you know. It's... Yeah. I mean, we do it on. I do it on the cheap. I, I try to. You know, the event fee is usually a lot more the biggest than part. Most, yeah, the yeah. hugest part, you know. Which is why the sprints are cool. I have the van now, but I still don't have a trailer. So I borrow trailers and I drive yeah. to sprints in the car and I drive to rally crosses in the car still right. as I have for years and years since the beginning. But uh what, you know, we, we asked Vinny what his, you know, advice to somebody who wants to get into it would be. And uh, his advice was basically don't do what he did and start with an all-wheel drive turbo car because <laughs> he had a few you know, limitations yeah, I there. I mean, he still does it on the cheap, but, he, you know, the car he does, is he heavier, does. the car is faster, so he still needs to spend more money. Yeah, I would recommend, you know, any racing car, really, something simple, something with good support in the aftermarket Yep, and something two-wheel drive. You don't need a lot of power. You don't need some V8 thing. I mean the the BMW actually has a lot of power for its size for its size yeah. for two wheel drive, um, you know like the winning regional guy um, Jesse Jesse is ungodly fast driver he is a very fast driver very yes. fast driver he makes uh, a Jesse Witzel for those Jesse Witzel yeah. of Banchworks in Providence yeah um, two wheel drive golf his 1995 golf he's had since it was Forever. one year old yeah. Um, <laughs> He's got like 100, 130, 130 horsepower or so, yep. and he drives almost as fast as Ryan Millen out there. So Yeah, no, he's fast. There's no question. It's definitely a momentum car, and he knows how to keep it up in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so, so your advice is just start simple. Start with something you're interested in yep. and simple, and just, I guess just do everything with yeah. it. You know, like I did hill climbs. I did autocrosses. I did... You know, rally crosses. I just I tried everything. To work. <laughs> I knew I wanted to do rally. Yeah, I did. I mean, I, it was a normal car back then. Yeah. Um, I knew uh, the end goal was rally, and now it's not really good for anything else because it's focused now. Right. But at the time, I just you know, just do everything with it. Driving and entry fees should be the thing you spend the most money on. Mm-hmm. So, how do you explain? what you do we talked talk about touched on it real earlier it's hard to explain to like your family and friends what you do but how do you justify it to like your friends that drive like camrys how do you justify rally or the whole thing owning old cars and ra- 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 rallying and old cars pay money like so, how do you justify you, know, you go out for your friends who aren't into cars and go out for beers and they're like dear coworkers, yeah, I'm, I'm going like, to a concert this weekend and you're like i'd love to go to a concert but i gotta spend time yeah. fixing my car well, we're and... having a, a get together oh okay. yeah i'll be in my garage yeah. how do you yeah. how do you justify that to people Our coworkers are like, you're, just say you're doing what shut up and i'm gonna do it yeah i mean the hardest part is any gopro footage is visible on the computer screen at probably about 40 percent actual speed yeah it looks slow yeah um so you like even you show like a really fast car like higgins or pastrana or something they're like oh yeah that looks pretty quick and then you show yours and you're, they're like yeah yeah, yeah you cool dri- you're driving to church what are you sure. doing there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But in reality, yeah, you're driving as fast as you know how in that car. Um, I mean, you explain it to people. Like, last year was helpful to explain, like, because I had, like, bullet points of this crazy thing happened. And then this crazy thing yeah. happened. Yeah. And we were racing through the woods for, you know, two days. Yeah. Um, but it, it's hard, especially rally. It's hard to explain, like, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's very hard to explain. Mount Washington was a little easier because people have been up that. Yep. Yeah. And they were like, you went how fast? In seven yeah. minutes? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, I understand that too. Yeah. So, what was Climb of the Cons like? So you were you weren't driving; you were co-driving for Vinny. I was never getting for Vinny. Yeah. Um, and that was exciting because I hadn't co- co-driven since uh, a sprint. I like I had Kevin drive at a sprint the year before, um, and I'd never written. Neither of us had. Well, no, he did. He went to a Canadian rally. I hadn't written my own notes before. And so, um, you know, being Mount Washington, being the same road, we were able to look up videos of people that did it. Yep. And we took some yeah, notes. Yeah, almost recce from your desk. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but you go out, and there's a lot of it. There's a lot of Mount Washington that's like, it's a turn, but it's straight. And so you write just kinks for this long mm-hmm. until there's an actual turn where you can't see where it goes. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, the event was just, it was, it was just crazy. And even from the, I'm sure Vinny had an amazing time from the driver's seat, but from the passenger seat, it's just every time you look up, you're like, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> we're going fast. All you see is the sky, and you can't see where the road goes. It's, and You're moving pretty quick. It's yeah. sketchy at tourist speed. Yeah, and at tourist, it takes 25 to 35 yeah. minutes. To get well, the top honestly, of the hill. we were little. We're like you're sketched out at tourist speed because some person that you don't know is it's on the other the side direction. trying right. to push you off the mountain because <laughs> yeah. they want more space yeah um i mean like the practices vinnie wasn't going all out and then but the first run of the real full mountain you get we got to the top and we're both like yeah. shaking like oh my god I we mean, just did honestly that. the time he posted would have been a record in the 90s yeah like in a bone like bone stock Rusty yeah. DSM on like two thirty fives or two twenty two oh five two oh fives even like stock size tire uh, and two twenty five stock size or two fifteen two oh five like a stock rim okay yeah so, was, yeah it was just like two oh five is a stock but that tire. time he set that was like, in the nineties that was like we, we set times as fast as like one hundred forty thousand dollar like prepped European WRC awesome cars yeah awesome like yeah. I, I haven't seen Vinny since other than you know after the event but yeah man I just want to shake his hand again we were, we were like, wow. yeah. we never we've never raced together really but like then we were like, yep, this best works. friends yep. <laughs> hey, he's a good guy he's to get along with so yeah that's uh I can oh, see yeah. that happening and for he sure. drove it to the event and I don't know if you watched the video of the of that run but we're sitting there in the car and then announce a guy I forget his name yeah, he goes. It should be noted that this car was driven yeah. here and, and, and will like, be driven home. And like, we're like, "Why did you say that? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. We yeah. haven't gone up yet. Yeah, they have yeah. to drive this car home at the end of the day. You're like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do this, does no? That's good. Yeah, I did see that video actually. I remember laughing about that when he said it. So, but hey, it worked. So yeah. And the fact that, you know, Vinny was on here telling oh, the story the, of driving the car to Canada, rallying it for two days and oh, driving it home. The second so. run he did with no power steering. It was a little slower, but had no power steering. He so. was fighting that car. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, any front-wheel driver, all-wheel drive car with, or like, especially like a, with one with power. They're a bit like nose-heavy. Yeah. But you got to fight around corners. And you got to fight around corners that are bumpy and off camber and yeah. send you off a, with a thousand foot drop thousand foot drop on one <laughs> yeah. side yeah and a rock face on the other side mm-hmm. yeah. so you get no room for error at all yeah it was slower but at least we didn't go slow definitely the road doesn't look bumpy until you're there and you're driving on it it's very very bumpy yeah yeah it's very bumpy. it's very frosty it's and... it's actually like smooth for new england hill climb standards yeah. But it's still because the road is so maintained because it's used yes. so much. Like you go to Mount Scutney, oh, the road isn't going to be used as often. It's as, the moon. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. the road is it's just there for like fighting forest fires on the hill. Like that's the only reason yeah. the road exists. Yeah, it's, like, it's an access. Their access roads usually so yeah. service to service like uh, chairlifts. Yep. So 
Whereas Mount Washington is, you know, every car that goes up there, pays, it pays at least $30 to drive up the hill yeah. and it gets paved all the time. Mm-hmm. And you can see when you're standing as a spectator on the side of the road on a paved area, you can see the layers and layers and layers. I actually, learned, I actually learned why the dirt section is still dirt. If they were to pave it, they would have to fortify the road and make it skinnier. Okay. And it's already too not skinny. too skinny. Yeah. Oh, the dirt, so that's the dirt, like the dirt section is really skinny. Yeah. So they'd have Especially to extend it out day. on this huge I, drop. I remember okay. in the nineties the dirt section went further up. Yep. It did, yeah. And then they paved they paved more of it. Yeah, if, if you watch the hill climbs from the nineties when Audi was setting all the times, you can see the dirt section goes a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And that's so. the picture of Tim O'Neill ninety degrees it sideways, it two feet in the air. Yeah, it yep. might have been almost from right, halfway up in the Volkswagen, the yeah. all wheel drive uh rally G sixty rally golf. Yeah. Yep. It's a cool picture. It's such a cool event. Tim O'Neill's like my favorite local guy just because he's got so much history in rally. Yeah, and, I was telling. And he uh, lives around the corner and he's so approachable. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. telling Andrew before, he's always walking around with the drivers. You know, he like runs ARA and all this stuff and he's done these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the John, John Buffum too. John Buffum too. Yeah, that's the John but they want to just, just come around and, and talk with all the drivers and all the people they know. Yeah. They, and then they're like, oh, I have to go do something. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> like, I, I, I consider it an honor that like I've run the Vermont Winter Challenge that John Buffum you know, organizes. Yeah, much. he's one of he's the and only, he's he's a rally legend. He's a rally legend, yeah. but he likes going out and like setting up in the middle of winter in Vermont. Yeah, TSD rallies and allowing super nerdy us not like super competitive because rallyist that do. rally is like a throwback to the rallies of the sixties and seventies. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, the way it's set up, it's a very the way that one is especially. Yeah, it's where a it's very more speedy, fast it's, TSD. Yeah, it's very yeah. fast. I feel like Patty Hopkirk driving around out there in the sixties. You know, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoy that event immensely every year. And yeah, I, I only did that one. Um, that really cold one. Was that last year? That was last year was a really gold yeah. one. No, no, it was like 16, 2016 was the one that was like 14 oh, it was below. Two, yeah, it was two one years ago. Truck? Yes. Two years ago? Yes. Yeah, it was two years ago. Oh, yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah. That was 14 below. My, yeah, we, we were my scraping, WRX ran like so butt. We were scraping ice in the inside of our windows. So, <laughs> yes, you haven't done greater. much off-roading in that truck, but we did do one of the craziest TSDs in the United States in that truck. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely. In a truck that shouldn't have. <laughs> no, I. But overheats. It's really cold then, right? Exactly. Right. It, was, it wasn't overheating yet. <laughs> the thermostat probably wasn't even open. Yeah, I'm sure. Because there was no heat coming out of it, the, the heater either. We will have to return in that truck once I get it running up good again. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to ride up if you don't want. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> it was a good time. We made for good stories for the past two years, apparently. So screw it. Uh, any other questions for our lovely guest today? No, I think we'll, uh, I think we'll call that one. Well, so that's pretty good. Any are there any sponsors or um, anybody want to thank social media? Anybody want to thank? Uh, oh, I'm on everything as Downey Dirty Racing D O W N E Y. Yep, Dirty Racing on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all that. Yep. Um, I'd like to thank our my main my good friend Jesse Witzel. We talked about before. He owns Banchworks in Providence, Rhode Island, and he has been paramount in helping because we go down there every Tuesday. For a night kind of like this. And, oh, really? And work on cars every That's Tuesday. Cool. Um, he opens his shop to everybody that oh, cool. he has around. Maybe we'll have to make a ride down there. And oh, he's got some cool stuff out. in there. Yeah. You definitely want to check it out. It's not that far away from here either. It's probably an hour and yep. a half. Providence. Yep. Right. Tuesday nights. Um, and I, I, the car. The I car. Give us an official invite. My today, knowledge yeah. in the cars <laughs> level would not be as high without going down there. Right. Because he knows a lot. 
Um, and he's pretty big in just like the Volkswagen world in general. I know a lot of guys yeah. in the show car Volkswagen world know him. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. He a, used to, you know, they used to go out guy. to England and stuff. And yeah, and I know he goes to like H two O down in Maryland. Oh, really? I've seen him down there with his E thirty. It helps to know if you know German cars to work on them. Oh yeah, absolutely. yeah. It's a, it's a German performance shop. So yeah, yep. Yeah, he was doing intercoolers on RS six yesterday. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred and fifty thousand dollar car plus. Yeah, yeah. New RS sixes. Yeah. So, all right, excellent. So, as always, Auto Off Topic um, is the Instagram name. Yes, and Facebook, Auto Off Topic Podcast. Yes. You can follow me on Instagram at Race Tenager. And you can follow me at TSISS350. And as always, the podcast is brought to you by Vintage Imports of New England. Um, the website is currently down. We're doing a, some updates, so I won't plug that this week. I'll plug it again next week when we hopefully have a new thing to show you. So. Nice motor swap. Fingers crossed. No, it won't be a motor swap. <laughs> It'll be a, a whole new area of the website and a whole new, a, a little bit new of a business plan. We'll change. Uh, we'll change uh, going on here. So. Okay. Evo, Evo 2. I wish. <laughs> so. I am working on a still stuff from Climb the Clouds and NAFR. I will get Excellent. to it. It's just been very busy. Just bear with me. Uh, and as always, keep your cars analog. Thank you.